Hello listener, this is Alex from the Fumbled Anthology. Liam, myself and our cast are very excited to share this playthrough with you, but it would be remiss of us not to inform you that this particular series contains depictions of sexual violence and domestic violence, so listener discretion is advised. If this brings up anything for you, I put some resources that may help in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Now, on with the show. Previously on Cold Warning. I've got some concerns about Marilyn. Recently, her letters have gotten more sparse, a lot less um, detailed. I would really appreciate it if next time you're going out to, to Maine that you, you can check in on her and let her know that we love her and that we want her to come home. Beautiful Marilyn. Yeah, she's settled down now with Joseph. Wait, Joseph Sutton? He didn't hear some me, but I heard that he was hanging out with a mobster recently. Dominic Strollo. He's a kind of a big time gangster down in New York. Came into the nightclub my friend owns and just decided to just whack him right there and then. I'm looking for a lawyer. On the on the wall is a whole bunch of flowers that have been pinned there and they're pretty fresh. You can see the words, we'll miss you, we'll miss you, Joe. Excuse me? You're telling me. My goddaughter's husband has shot himself and has passed away. What proof do you have of this? That's what they're saying in the papers, miss. Tell me more about this sample that you sent. She was vomiting or discharging a lot of blue mucus and it was disgusting. What was her temperature? 41 degrees. 41 degrees? Celsius? Fahrenheit. 41 degrees. How's that possible? All right, do you have this, do you have this woman's ad address? And he gives you a, um, a discharge letter signed by Patrick O'Shea. Police are still looking for uh, Patrick O'Shea. Uh, if anyone's seen him, please don't approach, but contact the police directly. I used to go up to, to Hudson all the time. He, was a, he had a friend who had a lodge up there. I didn't say the name of the patient. It was Mrs. Marilyn Sutton. Marilyn! Joseph! I'm here! I told you I was coming! I'm trying to find him. Dominic Strella. It seems Joseph got entangled with Someone's probably died here. Like, there's a lot of blood, and it's like a huge pile all across the rug. You, what you notice is that the window into the bedroom looks like it's been tampered with. Is it someone's tried breaking in? Yeah, it looks like at some point someone has picked the lock and has broken into the Sutton house. The Fumbled Anthology presents Cold Warning Based on the Call of Cthulhu scenario written by Scott David Anielowski With adaptations written by Alex Green Featuring Emily Moxon as Mari Cledden I do not want to go to the Hunting Lodge by myself, I think that would be foolish Liam Braid as Professor Percy Weaver. What, what, what intention do you have when you're having Hunting Lodge? It may, it may not be safe to go there. And introducing Jan Roger as Teddy Clifton, P.I. Well, I could accompany you out to the Hunting Lodge, of course, because I'd like to have a look myself. Alex Green is your keeper of arcane lore and everyone else. Part 3. All roads lead to winter.
So you arrive at the police station. Uh, it's a bit of a ghost town. Um, there's one sergeant on desk. Um, at the desk, and there's like a few people sort of running around. Um, and yeah, as you walk in, what do you want to do? I'm 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 a man on a mission. I walk straight to the desk and go, uh, excuse me. Uh, I'm Professor Percy Weaver from the Miskatonic University. Uh, I would like to speak to whoever's in charge here. Uh, that'll be me, sir. All right. What is your name? Uh, Sergeant Wallace. Sergeant Wallace. Uh, nice to meet you. Merry Christmas, etc., etc. Uh, I have a few questions for you. Um, first one is, are you able to provide me the address for a Maryland, Maryland son? Why should I be giving you that? I am a uh, epidemiology specialist from Miskatonic University. There is the risk of a new unknown disease being spread here in Bangor, and she is the last known person to have such disease. We need to find her and trace her contacts and work out how this disease operates and uh, pass it from person to person in order to prevent a new Spanish flu. And, and I'm like dead, and and I'm like dead, dead pan serious when I'm telling him all this. Do you have any evidence of this? Uh, we received a sample from the little the local hospital here in Bangor, Maine, and it is showing qualities unlike which we have never seen before. And if it does not go studied, we, who knows what havoc it could wreak upon the world? Right. Uh, just give me a minute. And he walks off, and you can see him getting on a phone, and he's dialing a number, and he sort of, he's like, hello, yes, uh, is this the hospital? Yes, uh, I have a Percy Weaver here, uh, he says he's an epidemiologist. Oh. 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 Okay. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you. And he hangs up. Uh, yeah, of course, of course, Professor. Um, and he goes and pulls out, he goes to get some records. He's like, uh, oh, we were actually there recently. Um, well, poor thing. Uh, we had a, a, our husband passed away recently. This wouldn't, this wouldn't be related to... Her husband passed away? Yeah, yeah, um, From, was he ill? Oh, no, he killed himself. Poor thing. Right. Um, pulls out a... Uh, here we go. Uh, here's the address, and he gives you a sheet of paper. Uh, or he shows you a sheet of paper, um, and uh, he reads it out to you. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to write it down. Yep. And I'll be like, I, I hope you don't mind. I know it seems like I'm imposing on information I shouldn't be privy to, but it is important to my investigation here. Um, do you are you able to involve? Include me in seeing the case files for the death of a Diana Morris. Oh, uh, is this related? It could be. It could be. Uh, how, how, wait, how could this be related? Uh, Pat Patrick O'Shea is the person that signed off on the discharge of Marilyn Sutton. So that was the first, that was the first address that I went to and I saw the police tape and the neighbor told me about the murder that happened. Have you have you still got the discharge letter with you? I don't know. Did did I take it? I don't know. Say you do. Let's say you did. I, I I probably took it. He looks at it and goes, "Well, uh, yeah, that's concerning. Um, okay. Um, 
And he, yeah. Uh, so what do you need to know? What did the scene look like inside? Was there? Uh, yeah, sure. Let me get the notes. Um, and he pulls the notes out, and he's. And and I very quickly say, was there any blue fluid anywhere? He looks and he goes, yeah, there was actually, uh, in one of the bedrooms. Um, there was, the um. The detective found some blue-looking fluid. They thought it was some sort of food coloring thing. They didn't think much of it. Was there any signs of a struggle? Oh yeah, it was a mess. There was blood everywhere. Get me right. Get together a list of every police officer or person that has been in this scene, and tell them to not get in. Tell them to keep isolated from other people. Okay. Do you need to see the photos? Oh yeah, photos would be great. <laughs> And also, uh, there's also mention of a hunting lodge up near up up north for Patrick O'Shea. Oh, uh, do you know about that? The Winter Haven Lodge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we sent someone up there yesterday. No sign of him. That's not good. All right, can you get me? Can you get me address for that? And perhaps send a uh, a car to accompany me to the lodge. Cars? No, we can't. We can't get a car up there. The weather. The weather's too bad. Only way we can get up there is by train. Well, sent, can you afford a, a couple of officers to come by a train? Uh, unfortunately, we don't really have anyone on file. Um, we've, um, we've, we're still out looking for them in the wilderness. We've only got so many officers. And you, had, and you didn't think to check the lodge? We did check the lodge. We checked the lodge a few days ago. He wasn't there. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, the photos. Show me these photos. Sure. Uh, and he sends you, shows you some photos. Um, and as you flick through these photos, uh, the photos describe... A pretty gruesome scene. Um, there's a lot, like most of the photos have got like blood stains, and um, there's like uh, some rope that looks like it's got blood all over it. Um, as you, as the, the 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 photographer, I guess, has walked through the room, he's taken a few photos of bits and bits of furniture, bits of stuff that's got blood on it. Um, there's also a photo of um, what appears to be like a match a matchbox. Um, it's got Winter Haven Hunting Lodge on it. Is this scene still as it was in these photos, or has it been cleaned? Uh, no, it's still there. We haven't had a chance to clean it yet. Do you mind if I go have a look? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, we don't want to uh, to ruin any evidence. Trust trust me. I am very very thorough and methodical. I will not tamper with any of. Uh, okay. Uh, give me a persuade roll. Uh, normal success. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Uh, I'll come with you. Uh, and you're gonna keep looking through the photos, or are you? Uh, no, I'm gonna head off. I want to see if that blue fluid's still lying. Sure. Around. Okay. Off you go. Now, uh, as you go off, uh, what is Marie and uh, Teddy going to do? Oh, I'd love to ask them. Miss her name, actually. What's your name, love, as well? <laughs> love? <laughs> My name is Mari, and you'll Mari. call me as such. If we become more familiar, I might allow you a sweetheart or a darling, but until then, just call me Mari. <laughs> well, Mari, do you know where... Your goddaughter's gone off to? I certainly don't, and I am right concerned. I mean, I found uh, an address for the Whitehaven Hunting Lodge, and that'll probably be my 
my next go-to is to work out what's happened to my, my beautiful girl, but I have found an awful lot of blood here, sir, and I would like to try and see if there are any weapons in the house. I'm sure I could try and help you. Are you worried about... Why do you need to find weapons? Any reason in particular? I want to know if they owned any guns, if they were here, and why... What in all hell's name is possible for there to be so much blood on the well, floor? Joseph was shot and it looks to be, appears to be some sort of tampering on the lock over here. I imagine someone broke in, shot him, then went on ahead and left and made it look like it was a suicide. Interesting. Well, I don't quite want to involve the police yet, but I do have a contact who's a writer, and there is potentially a similar murder of a Diana Morris. So I'm wondering if that might be linked. So I, I'm going to catch up with her after this. But I, you know, I, I do feel a little bit worried for myself as well. And well, I could accompany you out to the hunting lodge, of course, because I'd like to have a look myself. Do you drink, sir? Of course I do. And <laughs> are you going on a date? Is that what's happening? I guess. <laughs> oh. Go grab a drink. Go grab a drink from a local bar. Um, I was still wanting to see if there were weapons in the house, and then oh, from yeah. that, assuming that they have a phone in the house? Um, they have a phone, yes. They're one of the few few places that have a phone. It's very rare to have a phone, actually, which is another thing that sort of piques your interest. It's not, like, it's not like a residential house to have a phone, unless they're quite rich. Um... I'd like to let her parents know what I found out so far, so that they're not worried, or at least yep. so they have a little bit yep. more information. Yep. Um, and then I'm wondering what the time is. The parents don't have a phone, though. No, but I could probably call, um, like, I'm assuming the like a telegram service. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. Okay. So you've done that. Um, and yeah, and then yeah, you've got an appointment with uh, Jess down at the. Bangor Daily News. Are you going to tell Teddy about it? Teddy, um, the reason why I ask whether or not you drink or not is I'm not a huge fan of the stuff myself. I mean, I'm perfectly fine with one or two, but I'm a little bit uncomfortable with the idea of anybody protecting me who's under the influence. So if you're going to continue in such a fashion, that is fine. But I advise you to just wait at the local pub or whatever it is you so choose to do while I go and meet my associate. You're cold, right. really. I've got another lead I could go follow up on. I do not want to go to the hunting lodge by myself. I think that would be foolish. Oh, son, can you organise this? Because I will see you there. Yeah, I'll catch this local ongoing daily train up there at this time. I assume we'll all be getting on the same train. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one train yeah. that happens once a day. I'll meet you at the train station. T tunneling the characters together. Masterful <laughs> keeping, if I do say so myself. Um... <laughs> So, uh, so you're going to the Daily Mail, or Daily, sorry, the Daily News. Do I find any weapons in the house? Oh, sorry. Um, you don't find any, you don't find any weapons, uh, but you do find a, um, like a gun safe that has been opened. So there was a gun that was there, but it's gone now. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Alright, well then I'm going to head to Jess, very distraught. Yeah, you arrive at the, at the... Daily news and Jess is there working on a report. And he's like, "Oh, Marie, you look terrible. Have you seen a ghost?" Well, I have had quite the afternoon, Jess, and I, I, I must talk to you about it, friend to friend and rider to rider. 
Oh. Did you know anything about Ma, Ma Marilyn's Joseph dying or passing away? Had you heard? Oh, no, no, I hadn't heard. No, uh, I, I don't think I did. No, it was, I mean, I, was, I heard that Joseph, last I heard he'd been hanging out with some, with some real shady tops, but I didn't think he, I didn't realize he died. What happened to him? Well, apparently, according to some detective, mud of a man, um, he'd shot himself. And I mean, there was enough, because I went over to Marilyn's house, and there was certainly enough blood for that to have been, to have made sense. But the window was broken into, which implies a bit of a struggle or some conflict. It doesn't imply some, you know, some concerns about his mind, or that it would indicate in any way that he'd shot himself. So, and you're telling me, and you're in the town, and you're in the know, that you haven't heard of such a thing, and there's no police tape around the house, and certainly nobody from police has contacted us or the family. So, mm. I'm concerned. Oh. I do know that he has a brother, and I was wondering maybe we could get in contact with the brother. Oh, okay, okay. Let me let me just let me just check something, and she checks like um, the records. Oh, there was one story that uh, uh, Joseph he put in. Not not Joseph, something different. Joseph he works at the paper. Uh, he put in about a um, oh yeah about a man who who shot himself at a at a home in South Bangor. And you know what? I I didn't put two and two together. I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that it was him. We don't really put you know they don't normally put notes in the paper and whatnot. But yeah, look. Here, here it is, right here, and uh, looks like looks like he shot himself uh, with a gun. With, with a gun? How bizarre! With a gun. It was a like a pistol or something. It looked like, um, yeah, on the on the uh, on the left side of the head, it looks like the gunshot wound was on. Well, that seems even more odd. I, I don't remember why, but he was always weird about using his left hand. Well, yeah, that's all. It, that's all it said. I mean, it sounds like the police saw it was a you know open and shut case. Man killed himself. Apparently he'd been seeing a psychologist or something, and the weight of the world must have gotten to him or something. It's just an awful, awful thing that happened to him. Was Was Mary there? Did you see her? No, I did not find Marilyn. And, oh um, no. I I think I have to ask you if you can do hmm. some extra investigating into the Joseph Sutton case, because that does not align with what I know. First of all, of Joseph, and what I know of my Marilyn. That just seems super odd. That does seem so super I, odd. I, I, I it does. I was wondering if you might be able to track down the brother for me. Uh, brother's name, uh, Stuart Sutton. Uh, he owns a hunting lodge up at Winter Haven. Oh, Winter Haven? Oh. <laughs> I got some story. You want to hear some gossip about Winter Haven Hunting Lodge? I do. I certainly give do. Me, give me a gossip roll. I heard there's some there's some business that goes on up there. All roads lead to Winter Haven Hunting Lodge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I heard that they had some lavish parties up there. All sorts of all sorts of fancy people would go up there and just have nights of debauchery and sin, and it would be a wild time. This was yeah. I I heard of a friend of a friend who got invited up to a party there. Would have been uh, about 12, 18 months ago, and he said it was the most amazing time. He had met so many interesting people, so many wild Who's your nights. Oh, he's, oh, his name's uh, name's Alan or something. I don't really talk to him anymore. If I'd have fallen out with him, he you know, let's just say he owes me a lot of money. Um, 
poor guy just can't keep his life together, you know what I mean. Oh, just awful stuff that happens in these small towns. I know the kind of thing you're talking about. Yes, I do. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So yeah, apparently it's all sorts of stuff going on up there. I don't know if it's still going on or what's going on, but yeah, it's, a, it's a, quite a place to be, you know. Uh, a few people, not, not many people know about the lodge, but you know, the people who know, they know, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm certainly going to go try and investigate up there, and uh, I was wondering if you might be my contact down here, because, oh. you know, it is often hard as a woman traveling alone investigating, and, I mean, I I have some kind of a gentleman coming with me, but Kevin knows how, how mm. that will actually turn out. Yeah, yeah, no, um, well. But, mm. but I also came here to see your story and to get excited for you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You told me you were going to show me the photos. Yeah, 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 sure thing. And uh, similar photos to what um, to what Percy had seen. I actually get around to, to showing Percy the body of Dida Morris because he sort of saw the blue goo and just fucked off. Well, I'm not focused on murder. I'm focused on disease. So. Disease, right. Um, so well, I guess it was, found, it was found in a different location anyway. Um, so you find it's it's a photo of um, a quite a bloated disfigured corpse and when i say disfigured not like a normal like dead bloated rigor mortis set in whatever like this woman has been mutilated um there's weird sores and bits of skin missing from her body um eyes are black and bloody um a face looks like it's been smashed in uh it's just awful awful stuff I'm probably gonna have to ask you for a sanity roll, just for looking at this photo. It's it is disturbing. I should have asked at the time. Is the body still unseen? Uh, the body was found in the river, so I'm assuming it's at the morgue. Yeah, I wasn't asking about photos of the body of the river anyway, so I probably didn't see it. I'm sorry. I'm assuming above my sanity roll is a fail. Yes. Then I have failed. All right, you lose one sanity. In terms of, I guess, anything else in the body. Um, she was partially clothed, not really, um, and you can definitely see, like, some, I guess, contusions around her wrists that looks as though she was tied to something and just, like, basically beaten to death, which is, it's awful, awful stuff. Definitely, definitely disturbs you a lot, just looking at this photo. Uh, what are you gonna do? How do you react? Yes, I, I think I'm gonna be sick. That is that is dreadful. I grab a bucket and hold just like the the bin that she's got next to her desk mm. and just hold onto it as I keep talking. Mm. Um, I, I can't believe anybody would do this. It almost looks as though the poor woman's been tortured. That's why everyone's so shocked and appalled about what happened. Not just the fact that it's that it's a quiet town and nothing not this ever happens, but the fact that this this happened like this happened. Like, How do you account for the, for the souls on her body? Like there's oh. don't get me wrong, there's regular beatings, and I, I've I've known men who've beaten their women, and I've seen it before. Mm. But this is unlike anything I've ever seen. And look at her mm. poor body. She's got souls. She's Look at her eyes. It's, I don't know what. What are people's going theories? Oh well, I mean the theory. It's pretty basic theories. That Patrick, Patrick O'Shea just went insane and and took it out on this on his poor partner. You know, uh, beat the eleven jibajibus out of her and then you know left her to die in the river. Or oh, he killed her already and dumped her body in the river. Either way, uh, no one knows where he is. Uh, and uh, police are all out there now looking for him. Apparently they're looking everywhere, they're looking in the woods, they're looking in other little towns around the area. 
Uh, they went up. To, they went up to. I heard they went up to Hudson to look for him, and he's not there either. So, I mean, I hope you're safe going up there by yourself, but I hope you don't run into him. That'd be awful. I don't know what else he could have done. I know this is going to sound like an odd question, but my Marilyn is pregnant. Is there any chance that Diane was pregnant? No, I don't. No, Diane wasn't pregnant. No, she. They had only been together for about 18 months, uh, and I. Uh, obviously, with the uh, the way that he was treating her, I doubt that she would ever want to have a baby with him. Jess, I'm gonna contact you at least once every day, and if you don't hear from me at that same time, I want you to call police. Okay, got it. Right for my baby girl, and I will come back and I will give you this matterings of a story, and hopefully all will be fine. I just hope that she's okay. I got a train to catch. Love to, lovely to meet you, Marie. You, you'll take care now. And you see this like proud Missouri woman just like mm. absolutely destroyed on her way to the train station. Aww. She is so, so devastated. She thought that she was just going to find her, her daughter and it was going to be a funny story between the two of them that she could then hide from the parents. Aww. So she yeah. is really, really concerned. Teddy Clifton, what have you been up to? Uh, I was gonna go have a look at the shrink's office. Sure, you absolutely can. Let's track, try and track down Dr. Harrod. Dr. Harrod. Um, yeah, uh, so you arrive at the shrink's office, uh, and it's closed. Excellent. That's it. End of scenario. Done. Uh, that's that's even better for me because I really didn't want him to be there. <laughs> um, and the notes and the notes say I've been called away for an urgent uh, urgent business. We'll be back uh, on Tuesday, and today is a Saturday, so it's a few days away. I bet I can guess where this urgent business is. Mm. Uh, anyone is anyone around at the moment? Like, how's the office? Is there like a back door or? It's it's sort of, oh uh, yeah. So it's there's a it's it's on a fairly busy street. Like it's not like team with people, but there's like enough people to sort of see you doing whatever you're trying to do. But all right, if you go around the back. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll head around the back to try and find a back door. Absolutely, yeah. Go on. Uh, yeah, there's a back door. It's it's also locked. Yeah, I'll peer peer through the window, make sure no one's in there. Like. I'll go try and pick the lock, assuming I've got some lock picks or things. Alright, so give me a locksmith roll. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that's, that's terrible, 98. 98. Oh, what's your lock picking? 16. So if you ever roll higher than a 96, oh, and your okay. skill level is below 50, or if your skill level is above 50 and you roll a 100, then that's a fumble. Yep. Alright, so basically it's the same thing, similar thing to a uh, failing a push roll. Yep. Alright, so you can't spend luck to get rid of a fumble. Yeah. Um, you can't push a fumble. You've just fumbled. Yeah. So, in this case, you tried to pick the... You're in there fumbling with the lock. Uh, and then you hear... Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, I'm just gonna gap it. <laughs> you gonna run? Yeah, I'm just gonna run. I'm out. Alright, yeah, okay. Uh, give me a dexterity roll. Oh, that's way better. 24, what does that mean? Dexterity. Uh, that's that's a uh, half, half success. So you just bottle it, and this guy's like, "What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck's that guy doing?" He run down the street. Um, so yeah, that went well. That went well. My backup plan was just to kick the door down, but I guess I guess I'm stout. Good scene. Well done. 
Teddy, what are you gonna do next? It was the there was the one late. I think I'll just go. To, I'll just go to the. I'll just go to the pub. The pub. I think, <laughs> and just drink and just wait for the train. I guess. The train's coming in like an hour or so. So you have to you have to wait long. I'm sure you can find a speakeasy in Bengal. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy I'll buy two tickets for the train as well. So while that's happening, Percy, you're uh, back at Patrick O'Shea's apartment. Go back to Patrick O'Shea's apartment. So okay, so you've gone through the police tape. And and before I go and I go, I I brought with me in my suitcase. The reason I brought a suitcase is to carry a World War One type gas mask <laughs> with satchel. Okay. Um, and I and I go to put that on, and I'm like. Now, there may be a risk of infection and disease in here. Are you sure you want to come in with me? He is like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got this. All right. Just please, please don't step in anything and don't touch anything. And, and I'm like, and then and I put it on. And I go in. <laughs> As you walk in, it's kind of similar to um, the other house we went to. So it's it's a um, sort of a very, very... Uh, small sort of setup, so just like the three rooms. So you've got like the lounge room and the kitchen sort of connected to each other. There's a bathroom and there's a bedroom. So in the main room, uh, it's just chairs and shit is everywhere. Like it's a huge mess. Things are broken. Definitely signs of a struggle in here. Um, you can see like bits of. I mean, you're you're a man of medicine, so you don't even need to roll for this. You can sell it's dried blood. I'm a man of disease, not medicine. You're a man of medicine. You've no medicine. <laughs> there's dried blood everywhere. And um, as you walk through, uh, there's a few things you notice. Um, so, uh, as you said, you, you see like the the chair that's sort of our tent. It's got blood all over it. There's some rope on the ground. You can see blood on that as well. Uh, you can also see um, there's like the photographs around of uh, a rather heavy set looking man uh, with a big beard and. Um, he is holding a hunting rifle in the in the woods and the snow everywhere and he's like holding like a, a bear carcass and he's smiling like grinning at the bear carcass like yeah fucking kill this thing um and so that's there uh and you reasonably assume that's patrick o'shea uh then you see a few photos of like a, a couple looking happy so there's uh, this big guy with a beard and this is a smaller woman who's got like, um, you know, quite uh, rounded features and uh, she's in a nice dress and they like look like having a nice time. He's in a big suit. Pregnant? No, didn't look pregnant. Um, not that you can tell in the photos at least. Um, as you move through the house, uh, you go into the bedroom and it smells like, uh, you can definitely get like a waft of like, like, uh, some, like antibacterial, like, like, uh, like almost like deodorant, like perfume. I wouldn't. I'm wearing a gas mask. <laughs> but you can see, again, there's some blood. Um, there's also a, um, there's a bucket that's sort of next to the bed, and it's got, like, um, this weird blue substance in it. And it looks very similar to the blue substance that you was in your sample uh, back at the lab in Arkham. And the um, what you also notice is that the bucket that it's it's like a steel bucket that it's in, and the bucket is like it's got ice on it. It's almost got ice on it. It's that cold, um, and it's like fogging up, and it's got a lot of condensation on it. Um, 
Anything you want to do in the bedroom? Can I... Well, I want to collect some samples. Um, can I do intelligence to see if my, like, this cold effect would, like, shatter my samples? Yeah, you can. Yeah, go for it. All right. I love the question. Uh, extreme success. So you... Yeah, so, like, it was on... You had some sample on a glass slide before, so it should be fine. Your glass slides can handle it. There's no risk to it shattering in my bag just from the cold. Not from the cold, no. From other reasons, maybe, but not from the cold. Yeah, okay. So I, 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 I collect some samples in a few different glass vials and then caref carefully put them in my my satchel and then I, I pick one up and look at it closely it's not doing much you probably need a you probably need a microscope to have a good look at it all right is there worth doing a spot in to see what else is in the room because absolutely go for it it's too off a hard success or are you happy with a normal if you give me a hard success i'll give you some juicy I'll spend two luck. That's fine. So as you're moving, as you're walking around the, the house, um, there's a few things you find. Uh, first thing you find is uh, in the bathroom, there appears to be a um, like a like, like a sink with a tap, and the tap's got some blood on it. And as you're sort of investigating this, you look down behind the tap, and you can see a, a tooth, a human tooth. Uh, it's quite a large human tooth. Um, Definitely, like, if you want to give me, like, a medicine roll or even, like, a hard intelligence roll, I can tell you more about the tooth. Uh, I'll try hard intelligence. That'll be easier. Ooh, I'm four off. Ooh, do you do it? Yeah, four more luck. Here we go. It's it's a male tooth. It's not a female tooth. Male tooth. Males have to... How, how do you tell the difference between a male and a female tooth? It's quite large. <laughs> It's quite okay. large, and you know that. I think this is a male's tooth. <laughs> yeah, just just guessing. You're really good at dentistry as well. You're just a man of all trades. Um, yeah, and it looks to be like a um, kind of like a molar. You'll also find as you because of your hard success, um, you find a few more. Um, sort of seeing a few more photos. You sort of notice a few more photos of of uh, Patrick O'Shea in the woods. Uh, like Holt looking at dead animals, like yeah, good. But there's one photo in particular that's got him and another guy, and he's kind of like got a, a a big guy with a with a also looks kind of similar to him actually, a big guy with a beard or whatever. And um, down the down the bottom, you actually see a, someone's written an, an inscription down the bottom, and it just says the words um, "Had an awesome time, can't wait for next year. See you at Winter Haven." And it's signed by SS. SS. Scott. Scott Sutton. But I don't know that yet. Um, is that was his name? The name of the brother? Yeah. Stuart Sutton. Stuart Sutton. Yeah, I don't know that yet, though. Um, all right, so I get my sample. Is there anything else to find in the bedroom or anything? Uh, no, that's nothing else you can find. All right, I put them in my pouch. And then I walk back out to the sergeant. Uh, 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 sergeant. Um... Do you know when the next train to Hudson, Maine? Oh, uh, she's watch, uh, about 90 minutes. 90 minutes. Fuck, that's not a lot of time for what I want to do. Um, uh, alright. Two things, I'm going to head to the hospital to have a look at, uh, oh shit, should I tell him I took a sample? Don't tell him that, he told you not to touch no, anything. No, 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 <laughs> I won't tell him that. Like, uh, I'm just going to head back to the hospital to confer with the doctor there, have a few more questions for him. And two, I want you to report back. How often do you get reports from the people looking for Patrick O'Shea? Uh, every every three hours. 
Alright, I want you to ask them if any of them have found any place that is colder than it should be. Okay, I'll ask. And I don't know how I'm going to get that answer from you, but call Hudson Winter Haven Lodge. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I'm going to head back to the hospital to... He doesn't know it, but to look at these samples. All right. And then and then catch the train in 90 minutes time. Might just stick with you, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, because everyone else is sort of... I'm guessing they're making their way over to the train station ready to, to board this train. Uh, yeah. So you're racing, you're racing there. Um, yeah, you make it to the hospital in time. Uh, quickly, you've got like... I forgot his name, 10, doctor. Five minutes for you to go. What are you going to do? Doctor, uh, quick, where's your... Do you have like a lab area? Uh... Lab area? No, we don't. We sent a lot of samples down to Arkham. A, mi- a mi- microscope? Do you have a microscope? Uh, let's see. Give me a luck roll. Yeah. Uh, normal success. All right. Uh, I might have one here. Hang on. Uh, and he pulls out, uh, like rummages through his shit. It's taking him a little while, but eventually he pulls out, uh, like an old micro- old microscope. Looks like it hasn't hardly been used. It's a base hospital. They don't do their own testing, right? Um, but he's just found a microscope and he's like, yeah, here you go. Uh, what do you got? I, I pull a vial onto a slide. I'm like, stand back, stand back. And I'll probably put the gas mask back on at this point. <laughs> and the doctor's going to like leave the room. <laughs> yeah. I pull a vial onto the slide and have a look. What are you looking for in particular? I just want to see what it's doing. Oh, okay. Uh, it's just doing normal cell things. Um, is it moving? Yeah. The cells, there's bacteria sort of growing in it um it's sort of um it's just sort of hanging out not really doing a whole lot um but the fact it's alive and it's still quite cold is very concerning like normally at this temperature there shouldn't be much movement at all i pull out a i pull out uh i I call it again doctor do you have a source of flame i can use uh hang on uh uh, Brittany. yeah what yeah give me a letter Oh, uh, why? Just give it to me! Snatches the lighter off her. Here, here you go. Here you go, Professor. And I hold, hold the flame to the... Uh, while looking at the microscope, I hold the flame to the sample. And see what... Anything happens. What it does when you put it to the flame... Um, the You can see in the microscope, it's very faint because it, it's fire. It's you can, you can see the cells are shriveling up and dying when exposed to, to intense heat. Okay, that's all I want to know. All right, uh, Doctor, remember, keep working on that list. Uh, Sir. Uh, I'm going to yes. head up to Hudson. Uh, I need to go. <laughs> run okay. for the train. All right, and you run for the train, and you make it to the train just as it's about to leave. Um, you get your ticket, and you are on the train. And there's not many of you on the train. It's not a large train. We're in we're in Maine. This isn't New York. <laughs> And uh, I'm assuming uh, Marie and Teddy, you both on the train as well? I'd assume so, right. yes. What if you guys should meet before we get to Hudson or when we get to Hudson? I don't think it really matters, but... It's up to you, Keeper. Yeah. Actually, give me a... Give me a luck roll. That's re... It's either really good or really bad. Is it low? Technically, yes. I've rolled all zeros, which I'm pretty sure means it goes to the other way. That's a hundred. Yeah. That's a fumble. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, that's fine. He's not he's not there. I'm sitting somewhere else on the train. We're at the bar. I, w- I just want to add that whilst on the train, my nervous tick is that while I'm nervous and not having anything actively to do, I'm sitting there practicing card tricks. Okay. Amazing. So, you're practicing so did my tricks. roll count or anything, or is it the lowest? Yeah, actually, give me a roll. Give me a roll. 
Um, I got 83. 83. So that, oh, what's your luck? Uh, 45. 45. Okay. So yeah, you don't you don't run into him. Um, that's okay. So you guys are just having, I guess, uh, Teddy's having a drink. You're probably writing some scandalous story. You don't notice this weird-looking guy with a World War One uh, gas mask in his bag, and he's like holding some samples, and he's looking nervous, and he's sort of playing with some cards. You don't know. You don't notice that guy. It's what a weird dude. Highly recognizable. Anyway, so eventually you make it to Hudson. And if you thought Bangor was a small town, Hudson is tiny. Uh, we're talking like there's a general store, there's a few houses along the street, uh, and that's about it. Are we the only three people to get off at Hudson? You're the only three people to get off. So as you look around, um, you see this general store. It's like it's quite mostly made of like a wooden setup. Um, there's a few bits of like Native American art sort of hanging off the walls and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of, um, quite a big indigenous population in Hudson. Um, and you get off the, uh, get off the train, uh, and yeah, the general store's right there. Uh, and the three of you get off. Surely I see them at this point. You see them, Percy, you've seen the both of them. Um, do you want to talk to them? Yeah, I, I'm on a mission. I walk straight over to them like, excuse me, uh, do you know where Winterhaven Hunting Lodge is? Well, nice to meet you, sir. We are definitely also on our way to Winterhaven Hunting Lodge. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> it's almost as if we are being drawn to the place. Um, I noticed you got a pack of cards there. Oh, oh, oh just, uh, yeah, uh, just a little, little thing I do. Practice card tricks, you know. Can you show me one? Uh, 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 I, I, I've never really shown anyone a card trick before, but, uh, uh, sure, sure, uh, uh pick a card. <laughs> pick a card. <laughs> okay. Alright, look at it, remember it. Okay. And put it back in the deck. Okay, sir. And then you shuffle the deck for me. Oh, I've never been mad at good at shuffling, but I'll try. Yeah. Now, where are you from, sir? As she's shuffling, she's like trying to engage him in conversation. So she's like purposely shuffling badly to like ask him about who he is, because um, she can tell he's nervous. Uh, uh, my, uh, I'm Professor Percy Weaver. I'm from Miskatonic University in Arkham. Uh, I'm here on quite some serious business, if I'm honest. Uh, what, what, what intention do you have at Winter Having Hunting Lodge? It may, it may not be safe to go there. Oh, Professor, why you sound so smart? What do you? What do you teach? What do you? She passes the cards back to you. And also, I love a good magic trick. Uh, I, I, I teach, uh, well, I'm a professor of uh, epidemiology and contact tracing. Uh, I don't know if you know what contact tracing is. I'm trying to get it implemented as an actual government procedure, but no one seems to be listening. You'd think after the Spanish flu, people would start noticing that we need to actually start tra tracing diseases and, and, and working out how they work and how they follow and, and how they go so we can prevent it happening again. And is your card seven of clubs? And can I do a slide of a hand roll to see if I've got the correct card? <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. I was going to ask. 
I was going to insist on that. Oh, it's just a pass. No, normal success. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm going off into this rant about how the government, despite the Spanish flu, is not listening to me about how we need to get uh, Centre for Disease Prevention and Control or something set up. Uh, is your card seven of clubs? Oh, was it a seven of clubs? I noticed that it's a club, but it's not the seven of clubs, and I go. Oh, yes, it is. You're so clever. That's so cool. What a great trick. And I, I really hope <laughs> the government listens to you at some point. That sounds very, very important. Um, the government won't listen to any of us. Um, uh, 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 what, what purpose do you have at Winter Haven Hunting Watch? My purpose is a lot more personal than yours. I'm looking for my goddaughter, Marilyn. Um, she, Marilyn Sutton. I'm also looking for a Marilyn Sutton uh, and a Patrick O'Shea. And uh... Are you looking well, for then, then. Dominic? Strello? No, I, I don't know Dominic, no. What, what, what is your name, sir? Sorry? Call me Teddy. What's your name? Uh, Teddy. Uh, uh, Professor Weaver. Uh, Percy Weaver. Uh, and I make an effort to not shake any of your hands. I, I probably wouldn't <laughs> reach out at all. I'm just like lighting a lovely <laughs> cigarette. I, 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 I'm going to get to the point. It is possible that Marilyn Sutton is contagious with an unknown disease of unknown origin and unknown qualities. It is also possible that Patrick O'Shea is also contagious with such a disease. We need to, well, I need to find it and start tracing how this disease came about and where it's going. And that my leads have taken me to Winter Haven Hunting Lodge. Oh, my, well, I, I didn't know anything about an infection. I just am very, very worried for my goddaughter. You see, she has been perhaps. I've heard so many different stories. Joseph Sutton, dead apparently. Um, I know the I know his brother owns Winter Haven Lodge. I know that much. Stuart Sutton, and I have been trying to work out what's happened to my baby girl. And you're telling me that she might potentially have an infection? She was in uh, Bangor Hospital a month ago with a very very intriguing infection of some kind or an illness. Um, and in which she was uh, uh, aggressive, violent. Uh, oh my god! Uh, difficult I, I to control. Can't being so. Oh my um, god! All right, blaspheme. Oh my god! Oh, I can't. I'm sorry. Uh, do, 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 do any of you happen to know what the normal, uh, normal healthy temperature for a human adult is? Warm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, last last I heard, it was 37, 38 degrees Celsius, but I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. Uh, between 95 and 99.5 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, okay. Hers was 41. What do you mean by it? Her temperature was 41 degrees. Now that should mean that she should be dead. Exactly. I don't, I, 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 I don't understand how this is happening, but we need to find out before it spreads to the world, whatever this is. All right, well, we better get up. We better get on it, I guess. What's the time? So do you know where Winter Haven Hunting Lodge is? Yes, I do. I have the address. Okay. Percy's terrified. Yeah. <laughs> Percy, play with your cards. I'm gonna go. Find, <laughs> I'm gonna go find out these lovely people where where we might stay this evening. I, I think it best probably to avoid the lodge just yet. I mean, potentially regroup tomorrow and go and have a look in the in the daytime. I I. Mm. I assume it's dark. Yeah. yeah. Is it dark? It's what it's. Time uh, is it? It's probably about when, when, De December in Maine. Yeah, it'll be very dark. December in Maine. It's it's getting pretty dark now. Yeah, it's pretty dark now. I'd say it's like like almost six thirty. 
Yeah, probably. Um, what kind of people are at the train station? Uh, there's, there's no one. There's no one there. There's a few people. Like, there's uh, some people hanging out at the general store. Yeah, is the general store open? Yeah, general store is open. Yeah. I guess probably. Oh, very the shining of you. Like Halloween, Christmas put together. Yeah, I'd head to the general store, I guess, and I'd like go try and find buy like probably another packet of cigarette, like packet tobacco, and, like find some map or something and. Yeah, there's a, there's a guy at the at the back of the general store. Uh, you sort of behind the counter. Like, oh hey there, sir. How are you? What can I do it for you? Uh, just after some cigarettes, uh, something quick to eat and. Yeah, is there a place to stay around here? Oh, no. No, not really, no. Uh, your closest place is probably is a, a few haunting lodges up there. Uh, Winter Haven's probably your closest one. It's about half an hour. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> Alright, that's not too bad. Uh, can I get some food or something to go and uh, a map and things? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, he gets you, um, he gives you, he gives you a map. So is a map of, of the sort of the area. And um, yeah, so that's where you are. He points this map, it's like middle bump up nowhere. And uh, here's where you want to be. And like 30 minutes up the road is Windsor Haven Hunting Lodge. Uh, yeah, so that's where you want to be. Um, I'll, let me just whip you up some, some grubby. Uh, and he pulls out uh, like a really disgusting looking pie. Like it looks, it's a, like you've seen a servo oh. pie. Oh, this looks good. Yeah, it's a servo pie. I'll grab three of them. A, a, a servo pie in the 1920s in Maine. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll also try and grab a, like a I don't know like a flask of just alcohol just so I can pocket it. Oh, we don't serve alcohol. No alcohol here. Thanks. I'll come outside with a three pies of the map. Do you need Do you need a lift up there? Uh yeah. If you go, if you're driving that way, that'd be great. Yeah, my 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 guy Eddie, my guy Eddie will will, will take you up there. Actually, uh. Do you mind doing me a favor, sir? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I've got actually got a delivery that needs to go up the uh, Winter Haven. Uh, the guy was supposed to come and get it a few days ago, but he, he never showed up. So I was wondering if you could give it to you and Eddie to go up there. Of course. Be my pleasure. Oh, I mean, well, thank you so much, sir. You're a, you're a true saint. And he pulls out this big box and he slams it on the desk. He's, oh, sorry, it's quite heavy. Um... And yeah, you go. Uh, Eddie, Eddie will look after you. He's just sort of—he's probably out the front getting a cigarette. All right, I'll pick Can the I box up. Yeah, go for it. Sorry, I'll let you finish your. No, no, no. I was just going to bring the box and the pies out to you guys and hand you a pie yeah. each. Right, I, I, I look at it very carefully and go, I, 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 "Thank you. I'm not, I'm not hungry, sir." It'll put hairs on your chest. I'm actually starving. I'm actually starving, but uh, uh, I'm not hungry. Thank you. More for me. I, I barge in. Huey, I was just wondering, um, do you have a phone back there? Uh, looks back. No, sorry, we don't have a phone. We can get you a telegram if you're looking for it. Yeah, that'd be mighty fine. Thank you, I'd appreciate that. And good, sir, what's your name? Uh, my name's Bryce. Ah, Bryce, fantastic. Now, you sound like a very knowledgeable man. What do you know about these parts at the moment? What's the haps? Nothing much going on. Uh... Yeah, most people would just come through to check out the hunting lodges. You know, go do a spot of hunting, you know? Go some hiking. Uh, police came through earlier looking for some guy who, I don't know, killed someone down down south. But uh, it's pretty quiet. That must have been quite a, quite a, an event. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, well, you know, we don't often get police. Uh, we got a, we got a, 
sergeant who sort of you know, lives about an hour away. Uh, he sort of looks after us, but we're a pretty, pretty small community. No one really does anything. It's pretty quiet. Nothing ever happens. That's why I like it up here, you know? It's nice and cold. You don't happen to have heard of, um, I'm looking for my goddaughter, Marilyn. You don't know if any of the Suttons have been up here more recently? Oh, Stuart? No. No, Stuart Sutton, he's the, he, he looks after Winterhaven. He's, uh, I haven't seen him and, you know, he's supposed to come and get the big parcel that your friend is carrying, but he hasn't oh, showed up. Okay, we'll perfectly take, does he, does he often get deliveries? Sorry to be so, I have oh, a friend yeah. of the family, so. Yeah, he gets, um, oh yeah, he gets deliveries. He comes down once a week and gets deliveries pretty regularly. It's always the same thing, though. Okay, do you know, do you know what it is? Or just, oh yeah. I mean, are you just, with It's just linen. It's just all linen. Like three, three dozen fitted sheets every week. And I know he's run, he runs a hunting lodge. Just, apparently it's got like 10, 10 beds in there, but like three linen beds every week, that's three linen sheets every week is is a lot, you know? It's really weird. Well, that, I never thought nothing of it because I, I got paid, but uh, it's just, yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't, it would happen all the time. You, you, every now and again, you get like maybe, you know, a couple of, of sheets of linen every, every so often, but now it's like a lot. That is odd. And um, um, last question, and then I'll leave you to it. You, you know, you must have a busy night for yourself. He look. He looks around at that at that busy night, and he's like, no one around. He's like, I got all look. I got all night. To be honest with you. Well, that, that that's marvelous, Bryce. I'm gl I'm glad that you've got a quiet night hmm. for yourself. Would you have happened to have heard of anybody who'd been sick around these parts? I I got a very interesting new friend, and he's quite interested by that stuff. Oh. uh... No, not not that I know of. I mean, I've got a, I, I got a bit of a, a bit of a, a tummy ache, uh, about a few few hours ago. Uh, should I be worried? <laughs> no, no, that that seems pretty normal, Brass. I oh. think you'll be fine. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, but before uh, I go, okay. I'd like to buy a couple things from you if I could. Oh sure. What you what you after? Um, I'm after some, uh, as much processed food like. I'm looking for packeted items that Percy might be able to eat, so I want to try and get oh. some bottled water and then some, um, like, packets of Bickies or anything mm. that wouldn't have, wouldn't have been obviously touched. We've got tin carrots. You want tin carrots? <laughs> Thank <you>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my. Um. Here you go. <laughs> Big packet of tin carrots. There's, like, a whole bunch of tin vegetables. Um, just, like... Tin carrots, tin corn, tin beans, all tinned, all tinned foods. It's not the only thing that really uh, survives the trip. Um, I'll, I'll, prob I'll, I'll probably bumble into the store at this point and I'll be like, uh, oh, oh, hey there. That was a lot of you know. <laughs> Professor, I was just wondering if you would like some, some proper food, I, I, but they only appear to have tinned vegetables. Is there anything here that would suit you? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll find something. Thank you. Uh, do you have any th uh, sources of fire? Oh, uh, we've got a lighter. Do you need a lighter? How many lighters have you got? Oh, like, uh, like four. Uh, I'll purchase all four of them. Thank you. You know, if you're looking for if you're looking for someone to start a fire, I mean, I got a guy named Eddie out there. He can he can start a good fire if you if you're cold. I mean, Winter Haven's probably got loads of fires. They've got fires all over the place. You know, it's a big, it's a pretty high-functioning hotel. I'm not sure why you'd be worried about it. You know, yeah, you, 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 you don't understand. I'll, I'll just get the lighters. Uh, have you been unwell, or anyone been unwell? Yeah, I kind of a bit of a had a bit of a tummy ache. I was just telling your friend earlier. Should I be worried? Yeah, a, t a, t a tummy ache. Yeah, a tummy ache. Have Have you Have you been nauseous? Yeah, now that you mention it, yeah, a little nauseous. 
Have you felt violent or angry? Well, I mean, the Bills lost. <laughs> uh, that's I usually get angry when the Bills lose, so... Do you mind if I take your temperature, sir? Uh, sure. Okay. He seems a little worried now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll take the temperature. Uh, yeah, he's like a crisp 37 degrees Celsius. Uh, do I need to see a doctor? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. If, if you start feeling cold or nauseous or sick... Uh, close the store immediately and do not see anyone until you're well again. Oh, oh okay. Um, who are you? Uh, uh, Percy Weaver. Uh, oh, okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> hey, 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 Eddie, uh, some people want to go to Winter Haven. And, um, right, I start shuffling Percy out of the store. <laughs> and as he, as he says that... I'll just be out there having a smoke with Eddie. Yeah, uh, yeah, all right. So, yeah, you go out there and you see this, um, this guy. He's got, like, a leather jacket on. And he's got some like some racing goggles, and he's like having a cigarette. He's like, "Oh, hello!" Yeah, good day, Eddie. Who? Are, oh, you looking to? Are you looking to go to Winter Haven? Yeah, uh, Bryson Store said you could give us a ride and deliver this package. Eddie Bouchard, that's your service. I am one of the school skilled drivers and all of men. Pleasure to meet you. Ah, uh, yes, I get you up there right away. You and your friends coming? There's room for everyone. Yeah, we'll wait for them. Finish the smoke. You want that with a box? Ah, oh, yes, please. Thank you. Yeah, you obviously with the box puts it in the the front of the car or the front of the car where it, where it fits. As yeah. as I walk out with Percy, I yeah. want to mutter to him as quietly as I can. I want to be like, I saw you quite good with your magic trick. I was just wondering if you could maybe peek into that box and see what's there. You can put your gas mask on. Do whatever you need to. But I just want to know if it's actually linen before we get there, because I'm rather curious. Well, where is where, where is the box? The box is currently in the boot of the car. You'd be able to, you'd be able to open it. And you are going to carry it, Percy. I can try. Uh, uh, excuse me, Eddie, Teddy, uh, who's the driver? And, and... Oh, Eddie, it's... I'm Eddie. <laughs> Eddie, uh, do you mind if I put my bag in the, in the boot? The boots at the trunk. Oh, d'accord. Out the way. Um, and I go and have a look, and while they're distracted talking about driving, I do a little peek inside the box. Yeah, peek. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, it's a lot of like you just, when you first open it, um, you just see like white sheet. Mm-hmm. What's under the white sheet? You're gonna put your hand. You're gonna put your hand in the box. Yeah, I'm gonna see if it's all sheets. As you reach into the box my arm gets chopped off <laughs> you find even more white sheets so many white sheets it's just even more white sheets <gasps> that's horrific um, I, I, I mean I don't think you need to roll for this I think you can count them it's about three dozen linen fitted sheets uh, uh, Murray it's uh, three dozen white fitted <laughs> sheets <laughs> All right. You did watch it. I guess there's nothing else to it. It must just be fitted sheets. They must there's just have a lot of people. Why, why, why would a large need three dozen white fitted sheets? I, I guess accommodation purposes, I suppose. But off to the lodge. Eddie, Eddie's going to be uh, driving. Uh, so uh, the trip up to the lodge, it's a very winding road. Uh, and obviously it's there's the snow starting to come down. Uh, it becomes quite a trek for Eddie to, to get the right. He's quite a skilled driver. He's one of the most skilled drivers. And all, as, as he's talking to him, he's talking his ass off. Yeah, I'm, 
I'm from Montreal. I love. I've been driving my whole life, and I know sorts of things have been happening. If I'm like keeping an eye out on the roads, if I'm the front seat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just like, be like, yep. Just talking to him. Give me, actually, yeah. If you're gonna do that, give me a navigate roll. <laughs> Are you the one navigating? <laughs> yeah, I've got the map. Yep. Uh, 84. 84, because I can't roll below 60. Okay, so because you failed your navigation roll, what you fail to notice is a large mass suddenly colliding with the front windshield of your car. Eddie screams, ah, shit, as the car violently swerves on contact, hitting the guardrail on the right side, then swerving into the left side. Everyone inside is whirring around. Physics has fully taken over as the car careened off course before finally coming to a haphazard stop. Everything becomes still, and the only sound now is the wind rustling through the broken branches of the tree. Your car is now wrapped around. This was the Fumbled Anthology. New episodes are released every Sunday. And for more information about the podcast, check out our website, fumbledanthology.com, or you can find us on the social media of your choice. Until next time. Always good to finish on a car accident. Yeah. I know. Just when I want to find out more. <laughs> Who is Eddie Bouchard? The question everyone wants to Who is Eddie Bouchard? The best driver in all of Montreal. Clearly not that good. They don't have good drivers up here. <laughs>